Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Anger Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Alistair Dews, and over the last 30 years, I've taught over 15,000 men and women how to control their anger, master their emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more loving relationships. To begin with, I want to say thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've listened before, thank you for your continued support. After working for 30 years, helping thousands of people to control their anger, I want you to know that learning to control your anger should not be nearly as difficult as you might think. There are some simple and effective tools and techniques that will help you control your anger, master your emotions, and create a calmer, happier, and more peaceful life, usually far faster than you may think possible. So, if you have been struggling with anger issues for months, years, or even decades, know that there is hope. You don't have to continue living a life filled with anger, resentment, or frustration. You can overcome your anger and create calmer, happier, and more peaceful relationships. I will share as many of these tools and techniques on this podcast as I can, but I hope you realize that there is much I can't cover in these short episodes. If you would like to delve deeper into how to control your anger, I highly encourage you to check out my website, angersecrets.com, where I offer a range of courses, trainings, and other resources to help you on your journey towards anger control. Okay, just before we dive deeper into this episode, I want to acknowledge that this episode is due to be released on New Year's Eve 2023. It's the last day of the year, and for most of us, it's a time of thoughtfulness and reflection. Maybe you've had a good year and are looking forward to what 2024 can offer. Or maybe the last 12 months have been a struggle and you're hoping for better times ahead. Either way, take a moment to reflect on what you have learned, achieved, or overcome this year. And even if it has been a difficult year, try to identify at least one positive thing that happened this year or something that you are grateful for. And use this memory to take you into 2024, determined to continue growing, learning, and prospering. Finally, as I discussed in the last episode, the holiday season is a challenging time for many people, and it is often a time of increased risk of anger outbursts or arguments with your loved ones. For this reason, it is even more important to have the tools and techniques in place to help you manage your anger during this time. If you would like my help and support to do this, visit my website at angersecrets.com or get in touch with me. I am here to help you create a calmer, happier, and more peaceful life. Okay, with that being said, let's dive into today's topic. Six easy tips to control your anger. This episode is an encore presentation of episode 7 of this podcast, which so far has been one of the most popular episodes I've recorded. So, let's get started. Tip one to control your anger is to understand that it's not the events that happen to you in life that make you angry, but it is your thoughts about these events that make you angry. This tip is one of the most powerful secrets of anger management. To help you understand this more, imagine that you are driving your car and another car cuts in front of you. If you are like many people 
In this situation, you may immediately get angry and shout at the other driver, make rude gestures, or tailgate the other car. In this situation, did the other driver cause your anger? Many people answer yes to this question. After all, they say, if the other driver didn't cut in front of me, I wouldn't have gotten angry. This, however, is wrong. It is your thoughts and not the actions of the other driver that caused your anger. For example, if another driver cuts in front of you while you are driving, you could choose to think, I'm happy he missed me, or he must not have seen me. These thoughts would not lead to you becoming angry. Instead, you would probably stay calm, relaxed, and happy. This idea applies to any other situation. For example, imagine your partner criticizes you for something that was not your fault. In this case, you could choose to think, my partner is being so unfair, that makes me mad. Or you could choose to think, my partner is probably just having a bad day. I'll give them a hug and see if they want to talk about it. The first thought would lead to you becoming angry, while the second thought would lead to you staying calm, relaxed and happy. In other words, it is always your thoughts, not the events that happen to you, that create your anger. Tip two is to think, where am I on the tension scale? To explain this tip more, many people I see tell me that they get angry very quickly. For example, these people report that they can be calm one minute and then explode with anger the next. In my experience, however, this is rarely the case. Almost everyone I have worked with over the last 30 years can look back in hindsight and understand that whatever situation they were in, their anger had built up over time. For some people, this build-up happens slowly. For others, it can be faster. But in all cases, there is a build-up. One way of becoming aware of this build-up is to use what I call the tension scale. The tension scale is a scale from 0 to 10 of your level of tension or stress. 0 on the tension scale represents experiencing no tension or stress whatsoever. At the top end of the tension scale, 10 represents experiencing the most tension or stress you can think of. As people go up the tension scale, almost everyone will reach a point where they become angry. This point is at about 7 on the tension scale for most people. Below this point, you may feel various versions of anger, such as annoyance at around 4 on the scale, frustration at 5 on the tension scale, feeling pissed off at 6, and finally, anger at 7 on the tension scale. Above 7 on the tension scale, you may become abusive or violent. Being aware of your level of tension or stress is essential in helping you control your anger before you get too high on the tension scale. To do this, it is helpful to ask questions such as, am I becoming tense or stressed in this situation? If so, where am I on the tension scale right now? This is especially important if you are in a situation where you are likely to become angry. By monitoring your tension levels, you have more control over how your anger develops and how you can control it before it escalates. Tip three to control your anger is to ask yourself, is expressing my anger in an aggressive, abusive, or violent way going to help me in this situation? This tip is quite simple. 
Expressing anger in aggressive, abusive, or violent ways is never helpful. For example, imagine that you are getting angry during an argument with your partner. If you express your anger in an aggressive, abusive, or violent way, will this help you reach a satisfactory conclusion to this argument? Almost everybody understands that the answer to this question is no. Expressing anger in aggressive, abusive, or violent ways never helps. It rarely changes the situation or the other person's behaviour, and it almost always causes problems in the long term. For example, what do you achieve if you shout at your partner, intimidate them, or threaten violence? In almost all cases, it simply makes the situation worse. Your partner may become more scared, hurt, or defensive. They may even get angry themselves, leading to a much bigger argument. Or they may withdraw from the situation and stop communicating with you altogether. In all cases, reacting with aggression, abuse, or violence makes the situation worse. It damages your relationship and creates problems that didn't exist before. So, if you find yourself in a situation where you are getting angry and thinking about expressing your anger in an aggressive, abusive, or violent way, ask yourself, is expressing my anger this way going to help me in the situation? I guarantee the answer will be no. Tip four is to practice relaxation techniques. When you feel yourself getting angry or stressed, it is sometimes difficult to think yourself down the tension scale. This especially applies when you are above five on the tension scale. At these times, your body may be flooded with emotions. Due to this, it can be challenging to think clearly. In these situations, it is helpful to practice some simple relaxation techniques. A straightforward relaxation technique is to take some slow, deep breaths. I recommend you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. As you breathe in, count to four. Hold your breath for a few seconds and then breathe slowly through your mouth, counting to eight. Do this several times until you feel your body starting to relax. At the same time as taking these deep breaths, it is a good idea to change your thoughts about the situation. For example, instead of thinking, my partner is being unreasonable, think, maybe my partner has a valid point. I need to think about this more. Or, instead of thinking, this is so unfair, think, I can't change what has happened, but I can choose how I react to it. Relaxation techniques like this can be very helpful in bringing down your level of tension and helping you to think more clearly. But like all the techniques I discuss here, they need practice. The more you practice them, the more effective they will be. Tip 5 to control your anger is to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Usually when you become angry, you will be so focused on your own thoughts and feelings that you forget to consider the other person's perspective. For example, imagine you were getting angry with your partner because they didn't do the dishes. It is easy to get caught up in thinking how unfair it is that you always end up doing the dishes and how your partner is lazy or inconsiderate. But if you step back and try to see the situation from your partner's point of view, you may see things differently. For example, maybe your partner just wants to relax after a long day at work. Maybe they don't see doing the dishes right now as a big deal. Maybe they forgot it was their turn to do the dishes and thought it was yours. 
The point is that there are always at least two sides to every story. When you are angry, it is easy to think that you are right and that the other person is wrong. This means you do not try to understand the other person's point of view. Instead, you just try to prove that you are right. However, if you take a step back and try to understand where the other person is coming from, you may see the situation from a very different perspective. This is always useful. Tip 6 to control your anger is to take a time out. As I have discussed in episode 31, if you are getting high on the tension scale, it is better to leave the situation than to stay and risk your anger getting out of control. Doing this is called taking a time out. While taking a time out is often helpful, there are good and bad ways to take a time out. Some people, for example, walk out on their partner in the middle of an argument. The partner does not know where they have gone or when they are returning. This can be very frustrating. Instead of walking out on your partner, it is better to sit down with your partner when you are both calm and work out some basic guidelines for taking a time out. For example, you could agree that either person can call a time out at any time during an argument, and when a time out is called, that person must leave the room immediately. It is also helpful to agree on how long either of you should take a time out for and where you will go during a time out. For example, you may agree with your partner that you will take a time out for 30 minutes when you get angry. You will walk to the local park and calm down during this time. When you come back from time out, you should be calm. You should also discuss with your partner whether the issue you were arguing about is worth discussing again or not. If so, choose a time with your partner to do this and make sure you stick to this agreement. That way, your partner will learn that taking a time out is not a tool for avoiding difficult conversations, but simply a tool for managing your anger before it gets out of control. When done correctly, taking time out is a valuable anger management tool. As mentioned, if you would like more details on how to take timeouts effectively, just listen to episode 31 again. Okay, there you have it. Six easy tips to control your anger. If you found this episode helpful, please follow this podcast or head over to your favorite podcast app and leave a rating and review. This will help other people struggling with anger to find and benefit from this show. Remember, for a free training on how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships, or to book a free 30-minute anger assessment call with me, visit my website, angersecrets.com. And finally, remember, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. I'll talk with you next week. Take care. The Anger Secrets Podcast is for general informational purposes only, and does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, or any other professional health service. No therapeutic relationship is implied or created by this podcast. If you have mental health concerns of any type, please seek out the help of a local mental health professional.